This is episode 20, Focus on a Bright Future. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. Sleeks, it is your fearless leader Ilan here. Today I'm here with Eric. We're back in person together. How's it, Eric? Hey, Ilan, good in yourself, man. Great to see you. I'm excited for today's podcast. Yeah, what are we too. talking about today? Today we are talking about focusing on a bright future. Wonderful. That's really, really exciting. I mean, just the word bright future gets me amped up. Absolutely. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite topics. It's something I've got a lot of personal experience in. And I think th- the main concept here is that when you're trying to change, when you are trying to make progress, you're either running away from the darkness, you're running away from something that's like painful, or you are running towards the light, you're running towards benefits. And I think most people will be able to associate with one or the other. Yeah, and sometimes both at the same time. Yeah, that's true, sometimes both as well, definitely. I think, you know, I, th- I think change needs to use both, like they're both powerful tools to help you change. Sure. but. I found that if you're focusing too much on the negative, too much on the darkness you're running away from, the pain, the pain, it, it gets very heavy. You yeah. know, it, I'll give you an example. Like most people start their, their health and fitness journey and they are thinking about the bad things. Like they're tired of uh, eating so emotionally all the time. They're unhappy with their weights. They're miserable or they lack self-confidence. Uh, they, they're just so tired. They're heart full of feeling tired and lethargic all the time. Or they're worried about their health. And that's all pretty heavy stuff, right? Like, sure, specifically. I mean, a lot of people start their health journey with a health scare. Yes. So a lot of people start their health journey because they had a heart attack or their doctor said, listen, if you carry on like this, you're not going to lo- be around to see your kid's wedding mm. or, you know, whatever it might be. And then that's the thing that, that basically motivates them. Yeah. But as you say, they're motivated by fear. Um, Which can be great in the short term. Like it can really get you moving. Sure, I mean, I've been very motivated by fear in my life. Exactly, but the problem is we often start the health and fitness journey thinking it's going to be a quick process. So with that in mind, like running away from something or or changing out of fear is okay. But if you've been on this journey for a while, you'll know that you could still be on this journey 5, 10, 15 years later. In fact, you should. Like health is a lifelong thing. So you can't continue to always rely on running away from pain, running away from fear, beating yourself up about what you're unhappy with about yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, having this perfectionist mindset and being unhappy because you're not perfect. I think that's a really good point. Like I hadn't thought about it that way, but when you think about it in that paradigm, it makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, if someone was really in a bad place right now and they wanted to change in the short term, like yeah. let's say they wanted to, you know, they've just had a breakup mm. and all they want to do is get in shape so that they can date again. And they're channeling that pain of being broken up with. Exactly. Then, you you know, in the short term, that can be very powerful. Great. And in the short term, it can get you a lot of results. But you can't feel that pain for the next five or 10 years. Exactly. You can't spend your whole life feeling bad about your body 
and constantly wanting to only make change when you feel bad about yourself or when a t-shirt feels a bit tight or absolutely you know, because then it's 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 an it's it's a negative energy that you're con- so i agree with you you've got to tap into and i think i'm guilty of this i think that on balance if i had to weigh up how much of the time i'm fueled by fear or let's say pain rather than pleasure yeah i'd say that i'm probably someone who responds more to avoiding pain yes you know i respond more to wanting to avoid being a certain way yeah rather than getting really excited about um you know the pleasure of it that's true i mean i think people especially people who focus on the weight on the scale they'll often be able to uh associate or they understand the concept of of moving away from pain they get in the scale oh the scale is going up or the scale is not where they want it to be yeah so their whole day is motivated by being unhappy with that number on the scale absolutely or being unhappy that they aren't they don't fit a certain type of clothing or unhappy with how they look in the mirror. And okay, cool, that, that does, that is a motivator and it can get you moving, but sure. it's tiring. It's like negative self-talk. You feel, yeah. you feel like you're being productive when you're beating yourself up when you're criticizing yourself and you're saying, why yes. are you so fat or stupid? You're never, yes. why are you so unmotivated? Why can't you be better? Yes. It feels productive. But it's also almost like people who thrive on, you know, deadline driven people who thrive on like, you know, crammers, yes. you know, leaving it to the last minute, the drama, yeah, of having to get it all done at the last minute is, you know, it's a similar kind of thing. But the problem you is know? exhausting. Like it's it tiring. Is, like it's if not you, sustainable. If you're constantly thinking about this, this heavy negative stuff, it, it really breaks you down and it, it doesn't energize you. But w- just what if, like what if you focused on running towards the good stuff? And so what if you focus on running towards the light, focus on the more positive things instead? Yes. You know, you can almost visualize like what if you no longer struggled with emotional eating? How how awesome would that be? Like you know that that chocolate didn't call your name, or when you had a bad day, you didn't you know default to the wine or the booze or whatever. Yes. What if you could just go, okay, I'm having a bad day, I'll deal with it. Yeah. What, what happy if you actually like? How would you feel if if you were happy with your weight? Yes. Like how awesome would that be? How would how would you feel if you were feeling confident and sexy and loved and self loved? Or how would you feel if you're energetic and youthful or peace of mind with your health? Those are inspiring things. Like they, if you th- if you spend time thinking about how awesome it would feel, it actually it almost energizes you. It excites you. It gives you this energy that you can then use to create change. I love that, and I, and I think I'm also just you know light bulbs are going off for me while we're having this discussion because mm. I'm reflecting on my own life yeah. and my own journey, and I'm thinking to myself. Like I said um, in the beginning of the podcast, if I'm honest with myself, I think I'm predominantly motivated by moving away from the pain yeah. rather than towards the pleasure. Yeah. And so I think that's why it's harder. You know, when you're on a, a healthy lifestyle or weight loss journey, as most people who've done that will understand, you go through periods where, you know, you're losing or you're making progress. Yeah. And then you go through periods of maintenance. Mm. Um, and, and I find it's, you know, the maintenance periods are always harder. Yeah. And I guess it's because in the maintenance period, I don't have that motivator of not feeling uncomfortable because I'm feeling comfortable. Yes. And then I guess I start feeling uncomfortable again and then I start making change again. So like then you're I'm only, comfortable. Only, like I mean, there is a saying where they say like, like a little you, prod, you, you, know? you change when like the the pain of staying the same yeah, is, is, is more than... Or less. No, no, the pain of change is less, is more than... The pain <laughs> of change is less than the pain of staying the same. That's the one. So that's typically people who, you know, when they get to the end of their tether, that it's actually, it's too painful to stay the same. And that's the problem. It's pain. It's negative. Yeah. It's darkness. Exactly. So maybe that's why 
my journey seems to be a little bit more up and down than yours. You know, if we look at the last couple of years, maybe that's my that's something that I need to focus on is I wait till I'm suddenly feeling uncomfortable mm. and then I kick into more action. For sure. I mean, I can, I can definitely relate to that. I never used to always be this way. I mean, like, I'm not perfect. I still have bad days. You're not but, perfect. But oh, man, you're not. there I was the whole time. You better fire me. <laughs> uh, no, but I remember like growing up, you know, when I was very overweight and unhealthy and didn't know anything better. I remember just, I would literally sit there and like point out all the things that are wrong with me. Like I would literally lie in bed and I'd be like, okay, I'm bored. I'm unhappy. Like, I, I don't want to be like this. And I would literally sit there and go through like a list in my head of all the things. Oh, I wear glasses. Oh, I do this. Oh, I got that. I'm yes. overweight. And I'd literally try and see how long can I make this list yes. of negative yes. things. Yes. It's almost yes. like a fun thing to do. I know a lot of people and like that. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. And if you actually think about it, it's, it's very, very weird. Like, imagine if you had like, a best friend or a sister or mom or dad and you sat there making like a list of all the things that are wrong with them. Absolutely. And it's ruining your relationship with them. Exactly. And, and people we actually all, do that as well. And, and we, all, we all have loved or love people who are flawed. Exactly. You know, so like when you say it like that, it's crazy. And, and, and I think, you know, that kind of self-talk, it's so destructive. Yeah. Like trying to constantly pick yourself out for the things that you're not great at. Absolutely. It's extremely, it's, it's demeaning to yourself. It's extremely destructive. And actually, interesting enough, um, sorry, a bit of a sound. I know it's his chair. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Interesting, interestingly enough, uh, our coaching clients just went through a lesson where it actually asked them to rank their health and fitness levels from a scale of one to zero to a hundred. Yeah. And the, the whole concept was we often think that we are doing so badly when it comes to our health and fitness. But if you actually look at okay. What does 0% with nutrition look like? You know, what does like absolutely no effort and no success with nutrition look like? Yeah, basically and like lying might, in a hospital bed almost in a coma. Exactly. Know? Or might be eating junk food every single day, every single meal. Yes. And the whole concept was, look, if you're having a healthy meal once a day, you're better than 0%. Like you may be at a absolutely, 20%. Absolutely. If you're, going for, if you're going to the gym twice a week, even though it's not five times a week, you're still doing something. And most of the time, we actually do a lot better than we give ourselves credit for. Absolutely. But the thing is, we always focus on what we're not doing or what we're not doing yet. Absolutely. So the way we help our coaching clients get around this is we actually ask them to sit down and, hey, like, analyze your nutrition, your fitness, your health, your sleep, etc., and give yourself a score. Like, think about all the things that you really do right. Yeah, I mean, an analogy for that is like, you know, when your parents at school, if you got 90% for a test and they were like, what happened to the other 10%? <laughs> yeah. They're not acknowledging. I mean, my mom was, I don't Jewish mom. She was like, yeah. she was like, what happened to the other 10%? Like yeah. they're not acknowledging the 90% that you got. Exactly. And, and you even see this when people post on the group with their results, like take someone who lost 50 kilograms. I say, I'm not there yet. But... They've lost 50 kilograms, but now they've maybe backtracked a little bit. Ah. You know, they've maybe like put on an extra five or 10 and they're now, because... They, they've got like a new, they've forgotten almost where they came from. Yes. You know, I get that. Like I get frustrated now when I backtrack a little bit, mm. but like, you know, if I look at where I came from, it's miles and miles and miles away. Yeah, no, so, for sure. So once again, it illustrates your point that you are way further than you think you are. Absolutely. You know, just because you're having a messy weekend, um, you know, lots of people, they, they eat perfectly during the week and they have messy weekends and that obviously will stall their results and their progress. Yeah. That might get them down, but... You know, maybe a year before that, they were having a whole messy week, mm. you know, and they've actually made, they've actually made progress. I mean, I often use the example of clients of a holiday season. Like, you know, for me, I used to like, go to December and come out like 10 kilograms heavier. 
And yep. then when I started making some progress, I'd go into the holiday season and come out five kilograms heavier. Yeah. And then three kilograms heavier. And now like, if I come out there with one kilogram gained over December, I'm happy. Like that's yes. progress. Like I'm completely okay with that. Yes. Because yes, it's better yes, than yes, gaining yes. 10 kilograms in the past. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, you've actually convinced me in this, in this podcast that I need to actually really sit down and, and think about my bright future that I want to create. And I think it would be useful to give people some tools. Yeah. Um, are we there yet? Or is there something else? You- well, I'll, something I want to finish about, like, you know, I started off saying as, you know, growing up, I used to point out all the bad stuff about myself and yeah. I used to literally beat myself up about it. And what changed was, I realized that I was living a very small life. Like all these kind of things are like, they were coming with all these reasons why I can't do something, why I can't go for a hike with my friends, why I don't want to go out to that party because I'm self-conscious, why I don't want to go mm-hmm. to gym because I'm, I don't feel like I belong there. Yes. I'd point out all these negative things. And I realized once I actually started making progress that my life just got bigger, it expanded. I got yes. like, I got excited about life. And that fueled me like, I, like the main thing that drove me forwards, uh, in the first few years of, of changing my lifestyle around was focusing on how much better my life is getting and how much better it could be. Yes. And that excited me. Like I kept visualizing, man, maybe I can actually be lean. Maybe I can actually be fit. Maybe I can actually run again. Maybe I can be an Instagram model. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm still, I'm still trying to get my head around that one. <laughs> um, but it, it completely changed my, my life. And still to this day, like I wake up and every single day I wake up and I think about like, who I want to become. Like, I don't wake up and think about what I'm unhappy about. And I don't yes. wake up not thinking about it at all. Yes. Like, yes. I believe that you have to wake up every single day and focus on the bright future that you're trying to build for yourself. I mean, there I agree 100%. Like, every day. As a general philosophy of life, because uh, you know, I've been around 15 years more than you, even though you wiser. <laughs> but as a general philosophy of life, like I've Stop always- beating yourself up, man. Uh, <laughs> I've, always, <laughs> I've always constantly believed that in life, you've got to have something to look forward to. Yes. Like, even if it's a small thing, you know, if you're buried in work at the moment, book a holiday at the end of it or a weekend away, or, you know, even if it's just a small thing that's not expensive, um, you've always got to have something to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, and I guess this is, you know, this is a going on from that theme. You know, you need to have something to look forward to. It's about building that picture. Yes. Which is why in our coaching program, we do the destination postcard with our clients. Yeah. And that's very powerful. And I think we should probably talk through that on this podcast because it's going to give the people listening a little bit of a framework. Absolutely. To build. Because, you know, we're saying you must have a bright future. Yeah. But now how do you how do you visualize that? How do you define that? How do you color that in? How do you make it exciting? And I definitely think that you need something that's going to inspire you. For sure. I mean, you know, those, those who've done the, the eight-week challenge and the challenge's journey, they'll kind of be familiar with this concept as well as the future you. And, you know, we kind of describe it as the potential that having positive beliefs about yourself unlocks. Yes. You know, this future you is like this, uh, this unlocked, like, superhuman version of yourself. Yeah. Um, like the Terminator, it's like version... The next version, you know. Exactly. Like, like if you took away all these limiting beliefs about yourself, if you took away all these negative thoughts and these things that ho- that hold yourself back. Yes. What, what would future you look like? Like imagine if it's in, in the coaching program specifically, we say imagine it's 12 months time. Yes. I, I love that idea of that 12, the 12 month period. Exactly. Or even a six months, whatever. Like the 12 months is, is powerful because a lot can happen in 12 months. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What do you want to be able to do? 
it's as simple as that. Like I'll go through it again. Like who, who do you want to be? Like, honestly, like 12 months, a lot of time. If everything went perfectly, you had the best year of your life, who do you want to be? What would you look like? Exactly. Like, like if you were a fly on the wall, if you were fly on the wall in 12 months time, sitting there, like observing yourself, what would you see? Imagine you could move to a different country and completely reinvent yourself and redesign yourself from scratch. You know, Absolutely. Who, who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? Like, how, do you want to have energy? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be positive? Do you want to be confident? Like you're not stuck in being who you are. It is difficult to change, but it sure. is possible as well. And what do you want to be able to do? Like, do you want to be able to run? Do you want to be able to go for a hike? Do you want to be able to wear a, a certain outfit or something like that? Exactly. I mean, do you want to be able to play more with your kids? Do you want to be able to run 10 kilometers? Do you want to be someone who hikes on the weekend? Mm. You know, and like you're giving yourself a year, so it's reasonable. It's not saying like if you right now are very large and inactive, it might seem unrealistic to say that in eight weeks time, you're going to be hiking up the mountain. Yes. But a year is like a reasonable time. A lot can change in a year if you are consistent. And even if you do not hit that target, like I actually want you guys to... To well, dream, like shoot dream. for the stars and land on the moon. Exactly. Dream boldly. Like, be ambitious about this. Because even if you do not hit it, you'll be a heck of a lot better off than if you didn't think about it in the first place. If you can just get 20% towards where that future you is, you'll be better than where you are now. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you know, Eric asked those questions. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And what do you want to do? Mm. Those are three great questions to answer. But, you know... It's all fine and well listening to this podcast, nodding your head and kind of thinking about it. But what you need to do is at the end of this podcast, or even you can pause it right now, you need to actually spend some time writing this down in detail. Yeah. And, you know, fill it out. Maybe even like on the weekend, do a collage. Um, you know, mm. I, did, I did a wonderful exercise with my girlfriend um, a while back because <clears throat> she was struggling with her health and we wanted to, you know, basically painted this exactly this bright future mm. for her. So what we did is we literally, because, you know, back in the old days, you would take magazines and you would cut them out and you would take your print and you'd make like a vision board. There's your Brad Pitt, your Angelina Jolie. Exactly. But we realized that, you know, to find the exact images that we wanted, you know, you'd have to have like a hundred magazines yeah. of different brands. So we didn't have that. So we did it internet based. I went on to Google Images and we found all the images representing how she wants to be in, with her health, with her work life, with her relationship. We found all those images that represented that. And then, you know, Adobe's got a free um, collage making tool that you can download. That's cool. So I downloaded this tool for free. Just, just search for free collage maker. There's a lot of them out there. And all we did was we imported all of these images in there and we laid them out. And we did a whole bunch of like mood boards for her about this bright future that she wanted to create. Mm, that's cool. But the point that I want to make is I think you need to, whether you're a writing person, Eric's like a writing person. Mm. I'm like a video, whether you want to make a video to yourself that you're going to play yourself in a year's time. You want to give yourself a pep talk. However you want to do it that suits you, make sure that you think about it in detail. I think you have to make it real. It can't just be in your mind. Yes. You have to find a way to put it out there in the world. Now, I don't mean like the universe will give you what you want. I just mean you have to write it down. You have to speak it out loud or you have to draw it or something like that. You have to some way to take it out of your head. And because I find when you think about things in the head, you've almost got like this outline, like, you know, this, this, this coloring book and you've got the outlines there. But when you actually write it down or speak it out loud, it's almost like you're coloring in. And exactly. you actually add in 
the the the, the color to the, the pictures you know exactly like if you the say details. that like by the end of next year like you want to have climbed mount everest yes you know then get a picture of mount everest and put it as your screen like your screensaver on your computer for sure or as your desktop image yeah you know you've actually got to work you've got to you've got to find a way to work towards that bright future and, and more importantly like i want to add something else is that you obviously have to take action towards this sure um you you can for sure visualize this but then how do you actually get moving towards i mean in the coaching program we literally help people take steps towards their goals towards yes. the, the future they create but there's a cool little strategy called the one percent better rule that helps to kind of bridge the gap between where you are now and who you want to be sure and the idea the is that every time you do something you become one percent more of that kind of person so an example would be every time you drink a glass of wine you become one percent more of a wine drinker Every time you go to the gym, you become one percent more of a gym goer. Every time you get angry, you become one percent more of an angry person. Every time you plan ahead, you become one percent more prepared. You get the picture. Like it, maybe one percent is a very rough estimate. I mean, you can only get one percent so many times. But the concept is, if you just take action once, it moves you one percent forwards. It's powerful. One small step forwards, and the next step, and the next step, and the next, step, and it all adds up over time. It's powerful. I mean, the compounding effect of those actions will be immense in people's lives. Absolutely. And you know, if you just have to imagine, like, if you did the opposite of that and you started going in the opposite direction mm. every day, like, you know, where are you going to end up? So this is very powerful. Yeah. And and I like it because it makes it seem doable. Yes. But but Eric's right. I mean, you you know, you can't just uh, you can't just dream your dream and and, and hope. Like hope's not a strategy. Yeah. Like you literally, even if it's just small baby steps, and even if you don't get there entirely, you do need to find a way to, you know, this bright future is your roadmap. Yes. This is, well, no, you, it's your destination. It's like where you want to arrive at, but you need to create some kind of a roadmap to get that bright future. It, need, it needs to pull you forwards enough. You know, I mean, yes. I, I always come back to the concept that when you're running away from the darkness, it, it, there's something chasing you. It, it's something that's almost drawing you to it behind you. Like there's something yes. that's drawing you backwards, holding you back. Yes. But when you're running towards a, like a bright future, you're getting pulled forwards. Like it's literally making it easier for you to move forward. And to me, it always comes down to whatever you're thinking, is it energizing you or not? Is Absolutely. It, is it making this journey easier or not? Especially on a, in a long term. And you know, exactly. if, you, if you're thinking about how unhappy you are with your weight all the time, it doesn't feel great. Like literally, yeah. like if you, if you were just to pause this podcast and sit there for two minutes thinking about how crappy it feels to be unhappy with your weight. Yeah. After those two minutes, you don't feel good. Like you feel no. tired, you feel crappy. You, you don't, you just don't feel good at all. Feel horrible. But if you sat there for two minutes, just visualizing being at an awesome weight or looking awesome or feeling awesome, at the end of those two minutes, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to be in a very different state of being in a state of mindset, state of energy level compared to if you're focusing on the bad stuff. I mean, a good analogy here is like, let's say I've put on two or three kilograms in the last like, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Now I could be sitting here feeling really crap about myself because I don't feel happy in my own skin. Yeah. Like, so basically I noticed that two to three kilograms cause I'm so focused, hyper focused on it. Mm. You, for example, you might notice a change in me. Yeah. But the change that you're noticing in me, it's not the two or three kilograms. It's the you energy notice, levels. You're noticing my energy it's levels. It's a mood. You're noticing my, you're noticing my mood. You're yes. noticing my, my presence. Or and my, if I'm noticing that, it means... My confidence. It mean, if, if, if it's enough for me to notice, it means your energy level is bad. It means your mood is bad. Exactly. Which is not energizing you. Exactly. But you're not noticing the two kilograms. Yes. You know, I probably look pretty similar exactly. to you there's, than, there's, than usual. Yeah. But I'm sitting here thinking, oh, God. You the know, world's like, over. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I stood on the scale this morning and 
Now I'm a I loser. literally, I literally, I, I suck. I'm gonna yeah. jump in the ocean. Yeah, you know, which would be a loss. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be very, <laughs> I'd be very sad. But John, I mean, guys, I think um, we've probably said what we can say. I mean, we've been chatting for about what almost twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's a nice quick podcast. And if you guys want, you can go to the Sleeky website and you can search for your bright future. There is a written version of this, and. Something we didn't mention, you can also go search for Sleeky, the five whys or how to stay motivated by finding your why. Because while the, the, the bright future is a great tool, you can also look at the five whys exercise. Sure. Because it'll also help you get to a deeper understanding and deeper motivation behind why you want to change as well. So check those two resources out. And I think that's it from us. Yeah. And get out there, create that bright future, live it, spread the word. If you think this is powerful, um, you know, send someone uh, the podcast that might help them in their lives. Please. Look forward to seeing you next episode. We look forward to seeing you in our Facebook group where you can come and discuss health and fitness in our health revolution 24-7. Check out our website if you haven't done so. We'd love to meet you at some of our events. And thanks once again for your attention. We'll see you in the next podcast. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.